0: We are recording with the one and only Judge Piero on Monday, April, excuse me, May 15th, 2023 at 7.03 th- uh, p.m. Eastern Time. So I finished your book. It's actually it's actually not a long book. I, I'm not kidding when I say I read it uh, four times over the last couple of days and everybody can find it uh, on Amazon. The link is in the description. Crimes Against America, and it almost seems to be written as if you were clairvoyant for the case going on, uh, uh, right now in New York, and yeah. you don't need to introduce yeah. yourself. Everybody knows who you are. Could you maybe comment on that?
1: Well, you know, what's interesting about this book is it is very timely and the crimes against America, the name of the book, obviously is about the left's takedown of our Republic. And every day, it seems that everything that I've written in the book from uh the breach of sovereignty to what's happening at the southern border uh to the durham report that we just got about an hour and a half ago to the marine on the subway uh uh uh, in the subway car whose attorney was one of my assistant da's curiously that i interviewed today you know it's about vigilanteism. Uh, which is a result of the defunding of the police and the, the morale change in the police. You know, law and order is being despised and chaos and anarchy are being, you know, as a substitute. We've also got an invasion at the border. And I remember a few years ago they said, oh, an invasion, you can't say that. That's racist. That's xenophobic. Well, it's exactly what it is. And Joe Biden is a facilitator in that invasion. As he, in fact, this past weekend, gave a speech at Howard University, yep. which is incredibly incredibly terrific university. He talked about white supremacists as taking down America. You know, this is a it's a bad time in our American history. And Ronald Reagan, when he talked about that beautiful, shining city on a hill, it seems like decades ago. And now we're in a situation where crime is out of control. Our kids are being taught things in school that we absolutely, you know, 10 years ago would have said is child pornography. Oh, yeah. And now we've got, you know, the suppression of the First Amendment and free speech and it goes the weaponization of the Department of Justice, not arresting uh, protesters in front of a Supreme Court justice's home when they have the absolute right and mandate to do that. But instead, you know, calling parents domestic terrorists if they're concerned about a child being raped in a bathroom that's used by other sexes. I mean, I could go on and on, but the book is timely. It is everything that's happening right now in America. And it has the footnotes in it. It's got all kinds of information in it that supports my argument that the First Amendment has been destroyed. It started with politically Correct speech, where they would say, You can't say that. And if you say that, you're a, you know, you're a racist, to, you know, compelling me to speak. So think about this. If someone is a transgender, and if some people get a little mixed up, you know, your guy, you want to be a girl. If you mess up their pronouns, they think that you should be prosecuted. There's a new movement afoot. You know what that is, though? That is compelled speech. Hmm. That is forcing you to say something that you may not want to say. And in the end, it speaks to a fascism like we've never seen before. So uh, my job as a prosecutor, a judge and a DA for 30 years in this, my eighth book, is to let America know what is happening and to let America know that you know, we've got to do something about it or it's going to be too late.
0: Yes, ma'am. And it's a yeah, the party's final and most important order was to ignore your eyes and ears and only listen to what the party <laughs> says. Right. Two plus two is yeah. five. And it that sounds absurd. And you think about I believe it was Voltaire. Those who can make you believe atrocity or those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. It begins just, with yeah. simply removing the fundamental boundaries of man, woman. Two plus two is five one thing leads to another and it's uh, if a grown man walks in front of a a bunch of little girls and exposes himself, the little girls are bigots for hating it. And your book is eerily clairvoyant and you know, it's evil, but you have to respect the enemy. And I think you said uh, George Soros has the ability to uh, quite accurately eyeball an undervalued asset. And he saw that for the, the amount of return you got per dollar on, running and supporting DA campaigns was so much more valuable than getting the big names of the president. And that's what he's done. Is this just a further manifestation of that, of of taking the criminal and putting angel wings on them and then taking the the innocent and putting horns on them?
1: Yeah. You know, I I refer to this as criminal privilege. You know, they talk about white privilege all the time. I think there's such a thing as criminal privilege no idea what social justice means. All I know is that social justice is inconsistent with anything that I believe because they don't want bail. They don't want you to be in a situation where you hold a defendant longer than it takes the police to write up the paperwork. They don't want them arrested. And in the end, what happens is the victim is thrown away and the criminals are being released from jail. It's happening in, in California. It started happening under Obama. And the whole concept is that the only person who matters is the criminal and that we must have done something to the criminal to for him or her to commit the crimes and it's totally antithetical to what i did for 30 years you know for me the justice system was created for the victims. And I I don't even like the name of the system. It's a criminal justice system. It should be called the victim's justice system. The victim is the one who never chose to be a part of the system. And yet what they're doing now is they're creating a scenario where they want to make sure that the criminal is released and that there's reconciliation at best. And so you've got a guy like the guy in the subway this past week, 44 arrests, uh an outstanding warrant for socking a 67 year old woman in the face and breaking the orbital bones in her face and you know comes on the train and says i'm not afraid to die and i'm not afraid to go to prison for life which tells you he's both homicidal and suicidal uh and then you got a marine a young marine who's going in college who you know ends up taking him down and you know then they want to make it into a race crime it's mm-hmm. got nothing to do. And, you know, the Marine who acted, acted on behalf of the people in the, car, in the train car, brown, black, all of them. So um, crimes against this country are very clear. And you've got a federation of teachers at Randy Weingarten, kept our kids out of school for two years. And you know, every metric was how to keep the schools closed as to one metric as to how to open them. And they made billions Billions in COVID money. We don't know where that money went, but where's Randy Weingartner today? Uh, Weingartner, she's in Ukraine. It's her third visit to Ukraine. Why is she going to Ukraine? Why was she there a year ago? She said she was studying the education system in Ukraine. I mean, not for nothing, but there's nothing to study. All the schools have been destroyed and razed to the ground. So, um, you know, it's, it's all about everything is upside down. And that's why I wrote the book. I mean, it's a frustration, uh, but it's also the reality with footnotes that Crimes Against America tells you everything that you need to know about the takedown of this great nation.
0: And it is exactly how you would do it. And make no mistake, uh, what they're doing to Daniel Penny is very much so uh, an example to be set. Don't you dare stand up, despite the fact that other people on the subway were calling the police. Don't you dare stand up to the face of this or you, too, will be dragged through the mud. And I believe as of yesterday, he had raised one point six million. And as of today, it's I think it's two point two million. Is there anything yeah. else people can do other than donate to his uh, legal defense fund?
1: Well, I think that donating to that legal defense fund is important because uh, what you You've got is a D.A. who wants to make a a name for himself off of this case. Mm And Daniel Penny and his lawyer said today on the five, um, you know, when I interviewed him earlier today, um, he said, you know, he did it for everyone else. He didn't do it for himself. He wasn't afraid for himself. He was afraid for everyone else. So, um, I think that what people have to do is if if they can't donate, and I' certainly am not raising money for, please sure. don't misinterpret sure. this. you know, make some kind of contact to let everyone know that they believe in what he did and uh, you know that they want to help. but for for the rest of us, I think the only thing that we do is try to make sure that people are not punished for for doing what the police are no longer able to do the police we if you call the police and you're on a subway car they're not coming first of all you don't even know if they if they've gotten the call and secondly uh they can't stop the train so you know it is uh, it's a crazy time <laughs> it's for everybody
0: and it i really don't and it sounds simplistic but i mean i think the only thing we can do is still act while you only have to Use words despite how much people I got permanently banned from YouTube in 2021 for interviewing Dr. Malone and Dr. McCullough several times. And I people said I was hyperbolic for standing up for it. But I said, it's not going to end now. It's not going to end with covid. And sure enough, through the disinformation governance board under Mayorkas, they showed that not only would disinformation apply to covid, it would also apply to uh, border crossings, inflation and aid to Ukraine. So in all things sort of paradigm shifting, none of it will ever stop unless you put your foot down. It will just continue to erode and erode until you cannot resist it. And I think your book points that out perfectly.
1: Well, I think that, uh, and I appreciate that, but yes, I ma'am. also think, uh, you know, the, the the direction that we're going in is, is unsustainable. And with this Durham report coming mm-hmm. out seven years after... Uh, the Russia collusion hoax started, Uh, you know, what's the big deal? No one went to jail. No one ended up being penalized in any way, shape or form. And we're still doing what we have been doing. So, you know, we've got to look. It starts with the DA races. It starts with the school board races. There's a lot that we can do to make sure that, you know, we can take the country back because it's not on a good trajectory right now.
0: Yes, ma'am. And I said I would let you go at 715. It is 714. So with that, I would recommend to everybody, please go grab the book. The link to it is in the description. Your website, your Twitter, all of that good stuff is in the description. It was an absolute honor to have you on here. And uh, hopefully I've, I've relaxed enough so my voice isn't shaking. But Judge Pirro, it was such an honor to have you on here. Thank you so much. No, you were great. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: Take thank care. You.
0: Yes, ma'am. You too. Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. you for watching, everybody. Recording Take care. stopped. Peace. Bye.